Hi, welcome to another episode when the scriptures become real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. We try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. So, something kind of crazy happened um, about two days ago. All right, so I, you know, I thought about it and I thought about when this happened. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta make this a podcast topic, right? So, I'm here at the office. And I'm studying and I'm, I'm uh, doing some work and the secretary comes in and she asks um, a member, an older, um, an older uh, lady, an older member, um, she needs someone to pick her up from her um, from her hospital appointment and bring her back to the house because she forgot to call the the bus to come pick her up. Sure. You know, I'll go over there. So I head over. I pick her up and we end up talking and great conversation, great, um, great Christian lady. And we end up talking for a little bit and, um, I drop her off at the house. And when I drop her off, the garage door opens and her son, which I've seen before, uh, but I had, I hadn't necessarily had the chance to talk to him, but I've seen him. Um, he opens the garage door and, you know, he says, you know, thanks for, um, for bringing my mom home. I appreciate it. Um, you know, and then out of nowhere, he says, man, you know, that sermon that you preached on Sunday about, uh, Romans chapter eight, talking about when you pray, um, that the spirit helps to intercede, um, on our behalf and kind of helps to, in a sense, complete that sentence that we can't even, um, we can't even speak. Right. And so he said, man, I've never heard a sermon like that. And we talked about Romans 8 for a while. And then out of nowhere, you know, as a, as a preacher and, uh, you know, sometimes when you talk to people, people tend to just unload their problems on you, which I'm completely fine with because, you know, um, I try my best to give comfort, um, you know, from the word, um, because that's all of our, all of our jobs. But, you know, people tend to unload a little bit more on you. So he just. I mean, you could tell from that moment, he just started unloading and I just sat there and listened. And, uh, you know, the whole time I was supposed to just drop his mom off, but the whole time it's, it was more about him. And he was saying how, uh, he said, man, you know, I'm dealing with, you know, I, I, in my past, he said, I've dealt with sobriety issues. You know, I've had issues with that. And he said, sometimes it's hard to uh, I guess feel accepted uh, among the brethren because of the things that I've done. Um, and then he started talking about his financial situation of, you know, how he's only making so much money right now and he, he needs help and, and, and prayers and making money. And as I'm sitting there listening to him, I'm thinking, you know, you have no idea the stuff that I went through um, in order to help you because, you know, he said, you know, I know you're busy. I know you got stuff going on, but I, I wanted to sit there and, and listen to him. And so make a long story short, you know, he said, man, I, I just I need help and I need your advice and I need prayer. And so he said, man, I see that, you know, you're doing well for yourself. You know, kind of what's how do you think I should go about this? And I told him, I said, man, I was you about a year ago, uh, about two years ago. Now I was you. He said, what do you mean? I said, coming out of the Memphis School of Preaching, I said, we had people support us, right? And we had people give us support checks. 
and you know we were able to support ourselves through that two through the two years there but i said when i when i graduated and when it was time to uh to leave the moment i stepped foot back here he said i, I was like man i didn't have any money i had a little bit i had some left but i didn't have any more coming in and so now i'm like okay what do i what do i what do i do i didn't have any preaching positions open i didn't have anyone calling me i didn't I sent out resume after resume. I had no callbacks. So I, I had to make something happen. So I told him I, I had to work in enterprise. So I, I said, you know, coming from the school, something that's dignified to, you know, washing people's dirty, dirty cars on the inside and the outside, cleaning people's cigarette buds, cleaning people's trash, cleaning other people's stuff. You know, I said, man, I felt exactly how you're feeling now. You know, and, and I thought about it for a second. And during those times that I had to work uh, for two years coming out of school, those were some hard, difficult times. I mean, I'm very, very hard. But I thought about it as I left his house. I thought about what if I didn't go through that? Could I have helped him today like I just did? Could I have encouraged him today? Could I have been that source of of hope for him today if i didn't go through what i went through could i could i have been that source and i thought about it i said i couldn't have and so sometimes in our lives don't we feel like we kind of have this selfish attitude like why do i have to go through this why why is this happening to me why was this lot given to me right we we think about that but you ever think that you go through what you go through so after you're strengthened, that you can help other people be strengthened. And I can't tell you the look of relief that was on his face when he said, man, I, he said, last night I prayed for help. He said, last night I prayed for hope. I prayed for help. And he said, I opened my garage door and you're standing right there. You know what I mean? So it's it's amazing how we can help our brethren by surviving the trials and tribulations that we go through. So most of all on today's podcast, we want to talk about when you are converted, then go strengthen your brethren. When you are converted, then you go and then you strengthen your brethren, right? So again, with this podcast, we use the scripture for everything. So I advise you to, uh, to get your Bibles out, get the scripture out, and we'll study this together. Okay. So let's start. Um, in Luke chapter 22, Luke chapter 22, and I want to notice starting in verse, um, number 31 here. Now, again, Jesus being omniscient, meaning he knowing everything, he knew that Peter was going to deny him three times. He knew that Peter was going to, um, you know, not say he knew Christ, right? And so notice what Jesus says here. Verse 31 of chapter 22. The Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat. Then verse 32. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, what's my job? then strengthen the brethren 
so what what is Jesus saying? Jesus knows that Peter's going to deny him because in the next verse he says, "I tell thee, Peter, in verse thirty four, the cock shall crow uh, uh, shall uh, crow this day, and before three times you will deny that you know me." And so Jesus knew. Look, you're going to deny me three times today, but he says, "You know what? I pray for you." And then notice the next phrase is very important. When thou art converted. You know, that phrase, when thou art converted, means when thou art strengthened. Or in other words, when thou hast repented, then what will you be able to do? Then you'll be able to strengthen thy brethren. You know, we think about our trials and tribulations and, and specifically you know the things that you go through that you wish you ever wish that you didn't go through something you ever wish like why did like i don't see the point in why this had to happen like why did i have to go through this right you ever you ever wish and kind of wonder about your life sometimes i, I find myself doing that every once in a while saying you know what if i didn't go through this what what if you know what if right but Jesus tells us that when you're converted, when you go through what you're about to go through, and when you become stronger, then guess what I charge you to do? I charge you to strengthen your brethren. And it's, it's, it's an amazing thing um, to know that your trials and tribulations have a purpose. That's the biggest thing for me. You know, I don't necessarily like... I don't know about you, but I don't like doing stuff and I don't like going through something for no reason. You know what I mean? Like there's no purpose. There's no goal. There's no there's no end result. There's no you, you literally get nothing out of it. I don't like doing things when you get nothing out of it, like just something pointless, because I feel like for me, I felt like it was a waste of time. But notice your trials and my trials and your persecutions you know, you may go through those, and that's the crazy thing about the Lord. He may handpick those certain trials and those certain tribulations specifically for you because doesn't the Lord know our path? Doesn't the Lord know where we're going? So if he knows that, then he knows Jordan needs this right now. He may not want it. He may not like it. He may not agree with it, but he needs to go through this right now. So that when he goes through this, then he'll be able to help them by going through this. And so notice the charge he gives us when you are converted, when you know how to do right now, then now your job is to strengthen thy brethren. Think about Peter for a second, guys. Wasn't Peter and obviously we give Peter a lot of flack for kind of being the first one to raise his hand, you know, the first one to want to do everything. But we have to give him some credit, too, because at least Peter wanted to do it. At least Peter had the zeal. He may not have had the knowledge, but he had the zeal. So we have to give Peter credit there. But at the same time, we see that Peter did fail a lot, right? And, um, you know, after Peter failed, you know, each time he grew and each time he learned. And so think about how was Peter, you know, when Jesus was here, I would describe him as um, headstrong, 
I would describe him as very passionate. I would describe him as um, impulsive, right? I would just, I would describe Peter in, in those ways. But I want you to notice something about Peter. If you look at First Peter, because remember, what does Peter end up becoming one day? Peter ends up becoming an elder of the Lord's congregation. So actually second Peter, I'm sorry, second Peter. So he ends up becoming an elder. And so notice the things that Peter tells us what we should have in second Peter chapter five or second Peter chapter one, verse five. He says, and besides this, he says, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue and to virtue, knowledge and to knowledge, temperance and a temperance, patience and a patience, godliness and the godliness, brotherly kindness. And a brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, that you'll neither be unfruitful or unbearing in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So question. He says, first, add to your faith. Did Peter always have faith? No. Did Peter always have virtue? What about temperance? What about godliness? What about brother? You see, all this stuff. Peter can tell us and he can strengthen us. Why? Why? How can, how can Peter strengthen me? Because guess who didn't have it before? He didn't have it. And so since he didn't have it before, now that he's learned, now guess what he can do? Peter has been converted. Peter has repented. So because he's learned, now guess what he has the ability to do now? What Jesus said. Go and strengthen who? Thy brethren. You know, I've been doing a lot of um, self-evaluation for me. I've had a lot of time to to pray. I've had a lot of time to myself. I've had a lot of time to study. I've had a lot of time to, to, um, to really self-examine myself and how I could be better and how I can improve. You know, it's 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 easy to um, look at someone else and look at someone else's life and uh, kind of nitpick on how they could be better. But it's, I found that it's a difficult process. And notice I use the word process. It's a difficult process to be extremely honest with yourself and how maybe um, in, in ways that you've been wrong and, and looking back for me personally. I've seen myself at times, and I'm talking about at the school of preaching before that, after that a little bit, I've seen myself being selfish. I've seen myself being vindictive at times. I've seen myself being jealous. I've seen myself being envious. I've seen myself um, holding on to wrath, holding on to anger. I've seen myself holding on to to bitterness, right? I've seen myself and I've acknowledged. And you know, that that's kind of the hardest thing to do as you self-examine. It's hard to acknowledge that you've been that. And it, it was a process for me to even acknowledge, okay, that's what I was. That's, I was that. Because you never want to see yourself like that. But you have to acknowledge that that's what you were, right? And And I've acknowledged that. And so once you've acknowledged that, and then 
I then I had to go through the process of of repenting, of of changing, of of not living that way, of not having that mindset. And so now that I've acknowledged it, now that I've repented of it, now guess what I can do now? Now because I've been converted, now I can go strengthen my brethren, just like I was able to do a couple days ago. You know, two years ago, if I had that same conversation with him, I wouldn't have been able to help him. Because at the time, I wasn't converted. At the time, I didn't learn some lessons that the Lord wanted me to learn. So I couldn't have helped him the way that I can help him now. So, you know, my encouragement to you is use your trials. Use your your um, your tribulations and things you go to and and come through and, and win for yourself. Get through that trial. Get through that and then help strengthen other people. Right. And so, you know, going through those processes of of self-examination, it's tough. It's it's very difficult. And there's there's times where um, I look back and I say, man, like I, I wanted to do so much better. Man, I was such an idiot. Man, I was this man. I was. Why couldn't I have done better? Why? Why could not? You know what I mean? Like you you find yourself. I find myself angry at myself that I was this when I should be this, you know what I mean? And, um, we can't obviously go back and change the past, but we can learn from the past so that we can have a better future. And so in order for you to get here, in order for you to help strengthen other people, truly, you have to be converted yourself. And when we use the word converted, we're not using the word converted as in, well, converting, uh, to be a Christian. We're talking about people that are already Christians. We're talking about using conversion in the word of repentance. Convert your mind from who you used to be to who you are now. Right? And so, but notice the last thing. You know, and the amazing thing about it is while you're going through your trials and tribulations now, you still may be in them. Right? And if you are, it's a small phrase, but don't skip it. Before he says, be converted, and before he says, strengthen thy brethren, what does Jesus tell Peter? He knows that Satan wants you. He knows that. He says, look, Satan wants to sift you. He wants you to be nothing. He wants you to be powdered dust. He wants to sift you. But notice in the next verse in Luke, verse 32, he says, but I have prayed for thee you know it's 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 something when a brother or a sister in christ sends you a text or comes to you in person and is saying um hey you know i'm praying for you that's great that's wonderful i've had people do that before but you know it's it's different when someone comes up to you and says hey this week i said your name in my prayer because you know they did it. You know, it, it's amazing to know that somebody out there is praying for you. And that's just a brother in Christ. Now imagine Jesus himself. What does he do? I have prayed for thee. Isn't that such an amazing thing that Jesus cares enough to say, I prayed for you. 
that you'll be strong enough to get through this. And then once you get through it, now your job is to go comfort and strengthen somebody else. That's an that's an amazing thing, man. And so now I'm I'm getting more as the days go by, more so now. For me, and this is just me personally. As the days go by more so now, I'm gaining more clarity in terms of I still don't know the specific reasons of why the Lord wanted me to go through certain things. Now, some of it was just because of my own stupidity in terms of, um, you know, it. some of this was based off of my fault. But also, I don't know why the Lord allowed some things to happen, but even though I don't completely understand that now, it's nice to have some type of clarity to know that I can help other people that are going through financial troubles, that are going through troubles where they feel like there's no hope, you know, when they're going through sobriety issues. Like it, it's it's so better now to be able to help other people and in and, and helping those other people, I'm finding myself and I think you'll start to find that your problems don't seem as big when you can help somebody else. When I was driving back, I mean, it was the most amazing feeling to know that, man, I went through some things, but, you know, I didn't go through it for nothing. You know, I went through it and I was able to help this guy. I mean, this guy, you should have seen his face. I mean, the the hopelessness, the desperation that was on his face. It was like looking at myself two years ago. Literally, it was like, dude, like I've been there. Like literally exactly where you are, I've been there. And to be able to offer not only, you know, just personal experience help, but more importantly to offer the scripture to that guy. There's no better feeling than that, you know. And so my my encouragement to you guys and to myself today, let's. Let's get through what we have to get through. So let's do our part and finish, the, finish, you know, going through the trial. Because remember, the trying of your faith worketh patience. And Peter wrote that too. So let's get through our trial. And once we get through that, and once we're converted, let's go help strengthen our brethren. And then as we do that, the Lord himself is praying for us. Thanks, guys.